0: Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strong. Joining me today is one of the true rising stars of WWE's NXT brand, Tiffany Stratton. Prior to joining WWE, Tiffany was a high-level gymnast, and she's come a really long way in a short time. NXT Battleground takes place Sunday, May 28th in Ole Massachusetts. There's an ongoing tournament to determine the next NXT women's champion due to the champion Indy Hartwell's injury and move to Monday Night Raw. Tiffany is in Tuesday night semifinal against another former guest of this show, the former champion Roxanne Perez, while the other semifinal is Lara Valkyria against Cora Jade. This could easily be Tiffany's biggest match of her career, and she's had a unique path into pro wrestling in the next career so far. So here we go with Tiffany Stratton. So excited to be joined by one of the fastest rising stars in WWE and NXT and pro wrestling, Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: So I, I kind of want to start by asking, who is Tiffany Stratton? How different is she from the kind of the person behind the persona? And are there elements of Tiffany Stratton in you?
1: Um, I would definitely say that I really, I don't really play a character. I would say that when I go out there, I am myself. I'm just turned up a bit. Um, I am very out there. I'm very bold. I'm athletic. Everything comes easy to me. And I would say that that's very much Tiffany Stratton.
0: Very good. Very good. And uh, what's coming up, you've got the NXT Women's Championship Tournament going on right now. Semifinals uh, Tuesday with yourself versus uh, the former champion Roxanne Perez, the other semifinal being Lyra Valkyria and Cora Jade. How do you see this tournament going? It's it's some really good competition among the, the women in NXT.
1: Yeah, I would say that my biggest um, obstacle is Roxanne Perez and I go up one-on-one next week against her. Um, We have some history. We're both in the breakout tournament and we were both in the finals of the breakout tournament and she actually ended up winning. Um, But back then I was a newbie. I was just getting my name out there. I had only a couple matches under my belt and I feel like now I have really grown as a wrestler. I have so many more matches under my belt. Um, So it should be interesting. I am excited.
0: And the other two chances you've had at the championship were both multiple person matches. You have the six way ladder match at the Stand and Deliver show, and the triple threat versus Indy and Roxanne. So conceivably, this is going to be one on one if things go the way uh, they're supposed to on uh, on Tuesday with a winner for each one. It seems like this is just absolutely the best opportunity of of your of your young career to this point. You oh yeah, agree?
1: this is yeah, this is my first. I feel like big opportunity. I feel like I'm very prepared. Um, There was a tournament last year, like I said, the women's breakout tournament. I was still new to this. And I feel like now, like I have grown so much. Like I feel like I'm ready now Um, and it's going to be like, I've got to step it up. I have to step up to the plate and I feel like I'm ready to step it up. Um, And it's my time to shine. It's safety time.
0: Very good. So you, you competed at gymnastics at an extremely high level before you were in WWE. How did you make the decision to become a uh, a wrestler? And what has the process been like for you at the WWE Performance Center?
1: Yeah, so I was a gymnast up until I think it was 19 or 20 years old. Um, I kind of saw wrestling On TV, I always knew about it. Like, my brother and my dad would always watch it growing up. I never really got into it until, like, later on. I was still a gymnast, and I saw SmackDown on my TV one day, like, uh, flipping through the channels with my family. And I saw it, and I was, like, immediately, like, wow, that's so cool. I feel like that's a lot of things that I can do. Like, I saw Charlotte Flair doing – I saw her corkscrew moonsault – out until out, out of the ring. I saw that and I was like, that is so cool. I can totally do that. I do that on the trampoline like every day. Um but my process of getting to the PC, um I had my tryout actually four years ago. Um uh, it was actually like right before COVID happened and then unfortunately I didn't get to like do the full tryout and they sent everybody home. And then I tried out like a year and a half later um it went well. I got signed a couple of weeks after the tryout and came to the PC to August of 2021, 2021. And um, since then, it's been crazy. I literally got on TV within the first four months of being at the PC. And then ever since then, it's just kind of taken off.
0: I was kind of blown away, too, to doing a little bit of research on this, that there was some connection to Greg Ganya through all of this in, in Minnesota and just yeah. how much did you know about him and his dad before this? And, uh, just what, what exactly was that connection that led from that step to this step?
1: I didn't really know much about him. Actually, my, my mom, uh, my mom's a nurse practitioner and she was over at this guy's house, um, like doing her nurse stuff, doing work. And like, she came across some photos of him, like some wrestling photos. I don't know what it was. And she mentioned that her daughter, me, wanted to get into it. And she just didn't know how. And he was like, I know Greg Agnes. Like, why don't I hook her up with him and see if he can help her or anything? And then we kind of texted back and forth. And he was a little hesitant at first. But um, he actually decided to kind of like take a look at me and like see how I ran the ropes and stuff. And we went to Mr. Kennedy's gym, Ken Anderson um, Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn park, Minnesota. And I took my first bump and he was like, okay, I see something in you. I think we can work with this. And then he trained me for a little bit. And then I'm the reason, or he's the reason I'm basically here. I wouldn't be here without him.
0: That's that's terrific. And Minnesota has such a rich history of, this industry, too. And obviously, he and his father are an enormous piece of that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was really, it was really fascinating for me as somebody who's watched it for decades now, to learn that there was some connection here from, from the past to this. It was just really, uh, it really blew my mind. Um, now, you, you, we talked about a little bit about your athletic background. When you take the base abilities of a of somebody who's a gymnast and put them into pro wrestling sports entertainment, what translates over just offhand. Like, I would think like footwork and body control, but you're the athlete, so you would know a lot more firsthand, uh, w- what kind of, uh, what kind of skills translate and what, what might not.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, um, like you said, like body control. Um, and I feel like it helps with ring awareness. You always know kind of where you are in the ring and, um, also, like the the mental aspect of it, like the discipline it takes to be a gymnast, I feel like I feel like I can conquer anything because of gymnastics and wrestling was it's very difficult and it's difficult mentally and you definitely need you know some mental strength to be a professional wrestler within WWE
0: and, and what happens when you have so many high level athletes in one place like the WWE PC does now I mean there's some absolutely ridiculously high level college athletes all sorts of disciplines all sorts of sports is it just so, super competitive all the time there uh,
1: oh yeah there's there's it's very competitive everyone wants a spot on tv um everyone's working hard um i see a lot of gymnasts come in and they pick it up insanely quick like i th- i think there's a trend with gymnasts and and wrestling and they pick it up way faster than a track runner or someone who played soccer i just think gymnasts um like we need to recruit more gymnasts in general but yeah it's very competitive at the pc and getting on tv getting on level up Um, but yeah everyone is supportive of everyone it's not very uh you know nasty or anything
0: and it's also good seeing, you know, just the variety of different disciplines that WWE mm-hmm. recruits from. It's, it's kind of fascinating with the NIL program happening now, too. But also, you know, some people who are in independent wrestling, there's tons of those people to pick the brains of in NXT, too, have had long, uh, long careers there. Mm-hmm. Um do you enjoy putting things in your match that just drop people's jaws? Even though you're both still relatively new to the game, your match with Sol Ruka certainly opened some people's eyes in terms of kind of what's on the horizon. What, what was that What was that one like for you, and uh, do you like doing that?
1: <laughs> I, I love putting together matches, and I love coming up with unique skills that nobody's ever done before. And with Sol and I, uh, we both have that gymnastics background. We're both kind of known for our acrobatic skills in the ring um so it was very it was very cool putting a match together with her we're both kind of like newbies on the come up and it was cool to have some people talking about us and you know saying that like we're the next big things and stuff so that was fun
0: and and both so new into it like you said too it's like i I would actually be fascinated to see what that match looks like in four years and five right. years when it's at a different, you know, level of both of your of, of your development too.
1: For sure. It won't be the first time that we ever lock up. Right. Like time.
0: So you seem like someone who's very engaged in in the character end of of pro wrestling. Are you someone who c- comes up with or collaborates with some of your own details? I was thinking like about promos, you know, your reactions, your sayings, your look, your gear. Uh, just kind of what goes into the whole uh, persona and, you know, and how you develop it.
1: Um, I definitely have some inspiration, like from movie characters, like Sharpe Evans from High School Musical. Um, I love Paris Hilton. I love her style. Um, but for the most part, I've kind of uh, just kind of created like my own little sayings, like Tiffany's Epiphanies or Tiffy Time. Um, that's all kind of just been like me coming up with things and all of like my outfits, my gear, it's all me coming up with the concepts and trying to figure out like, how do I get my character across when someone just kind of looks at me?
0: Interesting. Do you have a name for your uh, fans yet? That's a good one.
1: I don't, (laughs) I don't have a name.
0: (laughs) So I think that that might have to develop over time. Um, you mentioned before your your kind of fast track to the top. You definitely entered WWE at a unique time with the NXT 2.0 mm-hmm. rebrand going on and a lot of different opportunities for new talents, many of which had very little ring time. Uh, how did you feel about getting that opportunity so fast? Did you did you feel like you were ready? That, you know the first time uh, stepping into the ring on on Level Up?
1: Um, I definitely felt um, nervous. I was not. You know i could have been more prepared but i am someone who will always step up to the plate and i will deliver when i need to i work very well under pressure so i think i i thrived when when they told me like you're on level up tomorrow be ready so yeah and then i got on nxt tv a couple months later and i felt pretty ready um my I definitely have gotten better with like the more reps I got on TV. Like my first match when I debuted was a little iffy, but ever since like my first match, I I've gotten better every single time I'm on TV. I, I always bring something new to the table or I get, I just get better every time.
0: What's what's, what's kind of the hardest part of, uh, of kind of developing in wrestling.
1: The hardest part. It's um, a good question. um, Pro wrestling is just hard in general. There's so many different, I feel like, aspects of pro wrestling that you need to be good at. Like, you can't just be good at, you know, the promo stuff. You have to be good at the in-ring stuff. You have to be good with, you know, um, bumping. You have to be good with, you know, in-ring psychology, selling, your promos, like, your character. There's so many different aspects to pro wrestling that I feel like you're always you can always get better there's always room for improvement
0: and just with how fast that you moved onto tv you know one of the immediate comparisons comes to mind for me is somebody like a kurt angle who could go from like three or four days of training just be right in the ring and um you know it, it, it just it's an interesting comparison to just see how quickly some of these Athletes are developing, it, and, and that's probably part of the competitive nature of the performance center too. Just to mm-hmm. see where you are, kind of in relation to everybody else.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely feel like amateur wrestlers—they uh, pick it up quickly. Obviously, it's pro wrestling, um, but yeah, there's a lot of people at the PC that have um, caught on very quickly, and most of the time, it's the gymnasts and the amateur wrestlers too.
0: And I think the, re- the amateur wrestlers, their uh, their base of knowledge is interesting, too, because it's just, you know, where you're going to have the footwork and the body control of a gymnast. They've got, you know, obviously the, you know, the base of all you know, the throws and, yeah, and yeah. all the different maneuvers and stuff like that, too, doesn't always completely translate into exactly what you need in a pro wrestling match, though. So it's just it's just a different base of abilities. Uh mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you thought that the gymnasts or you know, you don't, you see some gymnasts in, rest, in pro wrestling, but it's not really like, it's not something I could say, like, oh, that's an amazing number of people that have come from gymnastics into wrestling. And I'm not sure it's something maybe in, in that field that people are maybe even thinking about. Do you, think they're, do you think they're kind of thinking about that a little bit more now that they see people like you and Danny Palmer and Sol Ruka in there and see the, the level of success that you can get?
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like um, I think they've noticed like within the PC, too, like, you know, the coaches realize that it's always the gymnasts that catch on very quickly. And I feel like people like the fans are starting to realize, okay, if they have a gymnastics background, they're naturally going to be good at this.
0: And you said, too, like the discipline of a gymnast, the discipline of an amateur wrestler is a big piece of that puzzle, too. Yeah. Um, So it'll be really interesting to see how the recruiting goes in the next little while to see. If there are you know different types of uh, different types of athletes that they get in there, that's that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your immediate goals in WWE and NXT?
1: In NXT, I definitely want to win the title. I want to be NXT Women's Champion, and I want to be a dominant champion. Um, I want to hold it for a while, and then I want to get called up to Raw or SmackDown, and I want to be you know like a dominant force and. Someone who is considered a threat to people or to women in the division when I get called
0: up. And um, going back to the PC a little bit, are there anybody? Is there anybody on the uh, the coaching there, or any or any uh, active wrestlers who you kind of consider mentors, or you have, have kind of uh, you've kind of gravitated towards in terms of coaching?
1: Yeah, I would say um, Norman Smiley. Fit Finlay and Sarah motto they've all helped me tremendously
0: and what kind of what kind of pieces of advice are they giving you uh, as as you, as you move forward
1: uh fit Finley definitely helps me with looking aggressive and looking vicious and looking nasty. He was like known for that, so he he helps me a lot there. Norman helps me with you know like the the amateur wrestling like the the holds and the getting out of it. And he always has something cool to show me. And then Sarah Amato helps me with like in-ring psychology, helping me to put things like put certain moves where they need to be and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Three, three of the absolute best. Obviously fit has a ton of experience yeah. uh, as being really one of the architects of the women's uh, division who was, was not a woman who who kind of really uh, was constantly pushing for people to get those opportunities. Norman is somebody I'm always fascinated to hear about. And I, I'd love to talk to him sometime, just you <laughs> know, the variety the variety of human beings that he gets to coach and just give, you know, he has such a, wealth of knowledge style wise too Mm
1: -hmm. norman's finally is great
0: (laughs) that's basically the the sum up that i've heard from pretty much anybody that's ever been through the pc because he's had to touch he's touched the careers of almost everybody who's been in the company at this
1: point Mm -hmm. yeah he has been there for such a long time and he's helped so many people and i feel like more people should come to him and take his advice and because he has a lot of knowledge within wrestling
0: was he the first coach for you on, on, on your first day?
1: He was. I was put into his class right away, and he kind of, like, took care of me and, like, showed me the basics of wrestling, and then slowly, like, progressed, and I went to different coaches, but I still always go back to him.
0: Interesting. And how much of that, like, w- once you moved on to the PC from what you were doing with, like, Greg Anya and Ken Anderson, how much of that was, like, refresher and how much of it was brand new?
1: a lot of it was a refresher um but some of it um like the the wwe style was a little bit different than what i kind of learned at ken anderson's so there is definitely some things that i i learned right away and some of it was a refresher um some of it was brand new so yeah
0: Very interesting. And and knowing, knowing too, what the Ganya history is too. I don't know if Greg ever mentioned how he broke into the business, but it was very, very different from, uh, from WWE with his dad doing those crazy training camps in the barn and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, but, uh, boy, I mean, I mean, his dad produced so many amazing performers. When you look at the list of Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat and everybody Mm -hmm. else. So, um, we're going to move on to something we call the three count now. It's going to be three quick questions and uh, and your responses. So first question, when you have a good idea away from the ring, do you ever have to stop yourself from saying that you're having a Tiffany epiphany?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I catch myself actually having a lot of Tiffany epiphanies, um, but I don't scream out. I'm having a Tiffany epiphany every time.
0: That's good. That's good. <laughs> So, uh, second question: If there was NXT karaoke, who would be the best, and who would be the most fun?
1: Lash Legend. That girl can sing. She has got a voice on her.
0: <laughs> so, so she would be the best. Was, is there anybody who would be the most fun? Do you think? Um. To watch.
1: The most fun to watch. Maybe Trick Williams.
0: Interesting. He's pretty fascinating to watch at all yeah. times, pretty much. And uh, what would your what would your song be if you if you uh, participated?
1: Um, my song. I cannot think of one on the top of my head. Maybe something from like High School Musical, I Want It All by Sharpay Evans. <laughs>
0: that works. And uh, last question, if you, if you were not a WWE superstar, what would you be doing?
1: Oh, I don't know what I would be doing. I would probably be doing something with social media or... Um, I've always been intrigued with hair and makeup, so maybe a hair and makeup artist.
0: Very good. Uh, well, Tiffany Stratton, thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. We've got the, uh, the tournament coming up on Tuesday and then the, uh, the Battleground, uh, premium live event right after it. And lol, it's going to be fun to get in front of a live crowd for you. Big opportunity, uh, big opportunities coming up all over the place.
1: Yes, I'm excited. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Thank you. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I'd like to thank Tiffany Stratton from WWE NXT for joining me today. I'd also like to thank Joel Zeitzer and Chuck Kingsbury from WWE for helping set this up. Join me next week where my guest is from the National Wrestling Alliance ahead of their Crockett Cup event, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch. Looking forward to that one. Have a great week, everyone.